business can be better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. The purpose of this podcast is to help business owners learn better tactics and tips and tools for sales and marketing, financial management, and leadership. We're really out to improve the success rates of businesses because we really, really want to help more business owners succeed. We haven't had a podcast since you got back from Amsterdam. How's the trip? It was good. I'm not a big fan of jet lag. I think it's like hangovers. The older you get, the worse they hit you. I don't know if that's a medical fact. I'll have to research that. I'm not old enough to know yet. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Well, the, the jet lag was not good, but uh, everything else was really amazing. Amsterdam's a really cool city, full of bikes, like no vehicles. Mm. Everyone is on bikes. There's heard bikes that. everywhere. But the reason I went to Amsterdam and the what I spent 99% of my time doing was learning from the top business strategist in the world, Tony Robbins, and some other really amazing experts that he brought together. And I learned so much. That bright green notebook over there, Lane, is just stuffed full of amazing insights. <laughs> and uh, even through jet lag and a little bit of an illness and a whole bunch of other sort of life things happening that were causing stress. I've just been on fire since I got back. I've just um, reaffirmed a whole bunch of things that I knew, also learned a new way to look at things. Uh, That's really helping me with my clients, some really cool ways to look at numbers Mm -hmm. um, and really confirm that what we're doing is, is the right thing. And that, you know, you can't run a business with your mind. Your heart has to be in it, you know? And that's not a direct quote, but that is Tony Robbins content please don't sue me i'm giving you credit tony <laughs> that's robbins kind of his mantra uh yeah you know okay. he says you have to run business with your heart it's not about with your mind i like that yeah i don't know i'm overwhelmed i learned so much so good catching up you know what i'm sure little bits of it'll kind of trail out in all of our podcasts over the next few months but i had an amazing time went with an amazing friend learned so much and uh actually to be honest it is ten thousand dollars american So Mm -hmm. it seems pricey for uh, a business seminar, but it's five days of like 16, 17 hours with the most successful, rich, amazing business strategists in the world. And to be honest, it was a lot shorter and a lot more effective for me than my MBA. Hmm. So I say that with great respect. I loved my MBA program. I love the fact that I did it for myself. I achieved one of my goals. I value education. But these people that were teaching us had run multi-million dollar companies, billion dollar companies. They'd failed. They'd gone bankrupt. They've done it again, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Tony Robbins has like 54 successful, like huge, huge, hugely successful companies. Um, And so we were learning from people who really, really did that stuff, who were in the trenches. Whereas in university, you know, sometimes you think... Have you ever run a business, Mr. This, Professor? This is going to be another topic. Are you really going to give me a B on that? <laughs> we've you, talked about this with people in you. programs about solving hypothetical problems is not a very meaningful exercise that you need real world problems to solve and it makes a difference. Maybe that's another topic. That's we will we have to course. do that on a that's podcast. That's what we did at the course. Yeah. yeah, we worked on our own businesses. Yeah. It was very cool. Cool. 
What about you? Oh, what's what about me? Doesn't it matter about you? Just because you weren't in Europe. I know, because I, I didn't go anywhere. I'm s- I've been just sitting at home barbecuing and mowing the lawn and getting a tan. Yeah, getting for all those a people tan. who can't see you. Um, no, nothing a lot new. Like lots new, but not a lot new. <laughs> just little projects, fun things we're working on. I don't know. But this week, I've finished my first week of using your high performance planner. You used it? I'm one week From in. Brandon Burchard, From that high-performance planner. I'm one week in, so I just did my one-week <gasps> recap. and write in gratitude? I don't know. Is that one of the things? Yeah, like every day, right? Here's a moment, like, my, like a great moment and all oh, that. Oh, this is the best So I've, I've used it. But and how do man. you feel? Okay, like for sure it's useful. I oh, like it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so big. Uh-huh. Like the book itself. Uh-huh. It's huge. Yeah, I don't use it actually. Yeah, because... And it's only two months worth in like a hardcover big book. Smart, so you have to buy that more. It's, it's literally larger than my laptop, mm. this planner, which that seems impractical, but I like the exercise in it. Maybe I set you up for this podcast because... I know, because we're it's on topic. That is not my structure. You'll find but, freedom. It, oh, okay. I like the phone calendar, my friend. <laughs> okay. Tell well, me then, more about that, though. Well, yeah, so it has a lot. Like, it takes me probably... 20 minutes in the morning to go through because I think about what is my message to myself I almost brought it today I should have what is my message to myself today if I was a high performance coach what would I tell myself what are three things three focused things I need to do today something like that there's a bunch of those and so I try to come up with legitimately good answers for those not just fill in the blanks like I actually try to think about it so it takes time but I've been so far doing it you know what I love about that it sets intention yeah, that's that seems to be that's what it's trying to coach yeah. you to do. And honestly, like we're gonna talk about in structure, you'll find freedom. That's like one of my most famous, like favorite sayings. Right. And just for the record, guys, Lane has a ton of notes written down. He <laughs> totally prepared for today's session, and I didn't. Because so. last time you so had the next time he calls me a nerd, papers. an overprepared nerd, or whatever it is. Okay. Well, this, like this so perfectly goes into our subject about <laughs> about tell us what you you kind of suggested this topic. So what what do you want to talk about? Well, I always try to convince people to use their calendars. Right. Time block, plan time for podcasts, plan time for your so- social activities, plan time with your kids, with your loved ones, plan date night, plan free time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is ridiculous. Why would I plan free time? And the answer is, is if you don't plan it, you won't, you can't guarantee that you'll get it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So with my clients, I always try to get them to have an empty inbox. So of course you have to schedule time in your calendar to empty your inbox and file all of those emails in a relevant folder. So all my emails from Lane are in my Lane folder, Mm -hmm. right? And I might have in my calendar at six o'clock on Monday, podcast with Lane. So when Lane gets here, I open up my folder that says podcast with Lane Mm -hmm. and I still have an empty inbox. I have the event in my calendar and I can go get the email out of the folder. So that's kind of an example, kind of the premise of what I'm saying here. The structure part is like your whole day, your whole life should be planned out in your calendar. And people hate it because especially entrepreneurs, because they're like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm creative. So am I guys, but (laughs) you know, you can't remember everything. And unless you put it in your calendar, you're going to forget it or something else is going to take up that time. You know, you have to you have to put in the time for exercise. You have to put in the time for meetings with your staff, for emptying your email inbox and for checking your voicemails. And the other thing is, if you don't do that and you don't time block to work on projects like right now, if we didn't have podcast in the calendar for mm-hmm. an hour, we had our notifications turned on on our phones and our emails going off and everything like that we wouldn't do a good job at anything. Right. So block it out, focus on the one thing at a time. 
people that complain about, oh, I don't want to live by my calendar. It sounds so like suffocating, yeah. restrictive. I say in structure, you'll find freedom because you plan in that free time in your calendar and you systemize your business and plan things like a month in Europe or Mm -hmm. weekends with your kids or whatever it is that you want to plan, but you have to put it in there. And some people are like, well, I have this calendar on my wall for dance classes and then I have this calendar on my phone for this and then I have my work calendar and then I have my planner with my little agenda. And I'm like, no, one, Mm -hmm. get one. Because one calendar has the same number of hours as one day. Right. Oh, one more famous quote from me. If it fits in your calendar, it fits in your life. Right, okay. And you feel so much less overwhelmed. I'm so curious about, because so I started this new year or maybe it was even late last year I started this where I filled my calendar from like morning till night I made sure that I knew how I was spending my time my time and I started by writing down all the things I knew I need to spend time on how much time I could give each task and then basically slotting it into my life and it and it filled my calendar but I got really detailed as far as spend this many hours writing proposals and spend this many hours on this client doing this kind of work. And that seemed, when you go to that level of detail, that seemed really restrictive because there's no freedom to work on something that just pops up. So how detailed would you this get? This is such a great point. Okay. So actually, I was just going to tell you, my one of my mentors, she... She can tell, actually I had a session a few days ago and she's like, let's look at your calendar. Because when I book from morning to night, back to back to back to back and plan out everything, I am a stress ball. I don't have time to eat. Right. I fall down the stairs and break my arm. <laughs> Bad things happen. Yes. So you're, in answer to your question, especially as a business owner, we have to plan in time for the unplanned. So when people start using their calendars, I usually tell them only book like four hours a day and okay. leave the rest for things that come up. Because until your business is systemized and you're really pre-planning all your more, most valuable activities, stuff's going to happen. Fires are going to start. There's going to be problems that come up and there's going to be a lot more problems coming up at the beginning but if you time block for things like creating procedures training staff Mm -hmm. doing sort of those big boring but important things then later on you can book more of your day like I have some clients now who probably book six hours of their work day but they still leave two hours open for if their staff wants to pop in if an important client calls if some if their kid is sick at school you know things like that what about so if if a client calls or if staff pops in and that was during a time that was blocked for something else so what happens it all just gets bumped ahead the half hour it took up well I like to use a color coding system okay so you know the default color in the Google Calendar? Yeah. Teal? Yeah. So the default color, that's our code for this is important, okay. but it can be moved. Right. So if, for example, I have to prepare for my podcast with you, which I never do, by the way, but <laughs> let's just, let me make up a better example. This will be hard. Um, prepare for my meetings. Okay. Okay. So every week I prepare for the next week's meetings. Now, if it pops up in my calendar on Friday and it's teal because it's the default color and it can be moved <laughs> and I'm like, wine or prep for meetings, wine or prep for <laughs> meetings and wine wins then I just move that to Saturday. And then I'm like, oh, but I promised my husband I wouldn't work on the weekends. So then I move it to Sunday night. And when I move it to Monday, finally, I move it to Monday morning, even though my meetings are starting on Monday, it becomes a color. Because when it's a color, it means it cannot move. And then another example is if we book a meeting, mm-hmm. that that's in color because that can't be moved because I made a commitment to somebody yeah, about time. Yeah, someone else's calendar. Yeah. yeah. So some stuff can move, some stuff can't move, and some if you have openings, yeah, like you can shift stuff around. And that's that's why I can't see how 
how paper works anymore. Because no. I, I, I did it, I don't know when it most recently, but someone would move a meeting. And so it's just click, drag, okay, I want this yes. time now. I can't imagine like erasing or scribbling out oh, and moving. I, to, I just don't know how paper works. Just, they come in here with their friggin' agendas and they're like, well, it's worked for the last <laughs> 10 years. And I'm like, we will fight about this later. Do you know how Woody Allen writes every script even to this day if he's still writing scripts is on a typewriter. I actually have the exact model at home and I've used it. But when he does edits and revisions, he literally like cuts them out <laughs> and then staples them to a different page. That's awesome. That's, so maybe that's how you do paper scheduling. I don't know. Actually, a note about your little notebook there. Yeah. And the people who fight me on agendas. So um, I have a couple of my favorite clients who like to argue with me about this, but we came to um, sort of an agreement. So they hated the calendar because they were trying to put in one and two and five minute things. Oh, yeah. So like if you've got a, let's say your little notebook there is filled with five pages of things you have to do this week. Mm -hmm. Just put a five hour block on Friday that says to do list, then use your list. Or for me and my staff, if we have a staff meeting come up in the notes, we just go into the event and we add topics that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put like a one minute meeting, two minute bathroom break, three minute, <laughs> you know, yeah. you should pre-schedule as much as possible. So pre-schedule your most valuable activities, mm-hmm. yeah. the things you know, know, move the needle in your business and then also use it as a time diary. So at the end of the day, whatever happens, like if you stay here for an extra hour, mm-hmm. I'm going to stretch out the meeting in my calendar to show that I actually spent two hours with you, not one hour. Because when I evaluate my time and you look at your strategic the strategic direction of your company or you're planning for next year or let's say you're looking at different clients do I want to do another proposal with this client well no look they took up on average five hours a week of my time and these other clients only take an hour and they pay the same mm-hmm. or so do you actually audit and go back and look at how you spend your time oh yeah on your calendar absolutely because I do like we use an app we use toggle to track mm-hmm. and I know exactly how many minutes I've spent on every activity but that's easy for me just pull up and filter and say how much have I spent on this client in this month and I know but I've, I've never that's interesting that you could just look at your calendar and do that if you're tracking you are well. much more tech savvy than me and it's hard for me to learn new tech stuff or maybe that's just a story so that's why it's hard for me anyways <laughs> so what I try to do is use as you know how I'm talking to you about a, a CRM I'm like no no I want one that does everything <laughs> like right. I don't want two programs or three programs or I know, four programs I, I want know. one that does it all because I only want to learn one new program I I wish so those that's why things, I'm using the calendar it's yeah. not like intelligent it's like a survival sort of thing I feel like I've thrown in the towel on trying to find those solutions because mm. I would love that I uh, so much I wish there were things like that but I just always end up being like well we got to use this tool and then pair it with this tool and this other one too i just try to have as few redundancies among them so i'm not paying for two apps that have overlap with half of their functionality but yeah that makes sense the other thing i think we should sort of circle back to when you're talking about your morning routine with the high performance planner maybe we should talk about a couple things that are important to schedule you know like what are those most valuable activities that should be in your calendar i firmly believe that a morning routine is one of them i think a morning routine is like let's debate absolute (laughs) oh here it comes i i keep waiting for lane to be combative i just i had a conversation about this recently i don't have a problem with a morning routine it's just it just doesn't have to be early it just like this whole like the success formula is getting up at 5 a.m and i just don't buy it i I don't and that's not to say it can't be the formula for you but it's not for everybody it's not for me because i got my dna test thing done with two different companies and it says that my ideal wake-up time is 8 31 a.m 
nice. not four. Wow. I wish I could tell my children school that, and I'd be like, sorry, I'll be dropping off at 930. Well, see, that's on my but. list of reasons why I don't have kids. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. <laughs> I forgot to make also, that Also, I heard you can't sleep through the night. <laughs> Me? Yeah, what? No, when you have Ooh, kids. What? Oh. You crazy people. No, they're fine now. <laughs> Once they're like three, you're fine. But All right, let's talk I about d- morning routine. At I can't do morning. You want. I'm up at like seven. What's your routine? I'm what do you do? I don't have a routine. Is I'm the scheduled? worst. I do have a routine. It's just not a well-designed routine. Do we even want to know what your routine is? It's sit there and look at your phone for the first 15 <gasps> minutes. Oh, lame. Which That's is probably a replying thing. to one of your emails. Hey, now. <laughs> I do get a lot of ideas during the night. And then, yeah, and then I, I'm the one responsible for getting the kids up and getting them dressed. So I'm just straight into that. I go veg and wake up slowly by looking at my phone for 15 minutes. And then I get my kids up, get them dressed get them fed and then hopefully get myself fed (laughs) and then it's out the door to drop them off and then when you get to the office it's like ah slow down so now I mostly have been doing the high performance planner first thing when I get to the office okay when you have some alone time so I make a coffee sit in our little window seat right at the very front of the office in the sunshine and do it there for 15 minutes 20 minutes and that is setting intention Mm -hmm. okay see that so for me that's a non-negotiable part of a morning routine You have to set intention for the day. Like, especially if you're jet lagged or sick or, you know, you had a bad day yesterday or some frustrating situation is happening. In the morning, whether you say it, you text it to an accountability partner, you text it to your coach or you write it down. My intention for today is... Or I am going to be this person or I'm going to show up this way Mm -hmm. because it is so easy to just go out into the world and react and respond and be one of those people who just like a plastic bag in the wind. (laughs) Well, I think I'll be bitchy now because that person cut me off. No, I was my intention today is to be loving. My first week. So you do your uh, life assessment in the planner. My first week. And then I did the one after. And there's a whole bunch of criteria. You get a score out of 100. So I'm up two points week over week. So out of 100? Yeah. That was a high five you I heard. was 64 and now I'm 66 out of 100. See, I That's like that That's how high too. performance I am. Well, you know what? You didn't read Two the thirds book. of the you way there. You didn't read the course. There's You're a book? Well. Oh, yes. Oh, my, my friend. Goodness. I have the course if you want access to it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought you'd say. <laughs> this book is so big though because like I get why. Like in the middle, what takes up most of the space is, a, is your schedule. Like you're supposed to use a paper schedule and I can't I like I just I wouldn't but I understand why it's theirs because then if that's your schedule then you're going to bring the book with you and you're going to look and you're going to see what your intention was like I understand why they put it there and I'm assuming anyways um but I just we'll wouldn't have to use ask that. On that one. I think you I'll could take all of the like morning routine and night routine and just make the book those pieces and it could be like a pocket size thing not a massive encyclopedia he's very his last few things that he's put out have been very like stoic <laughs> i don't know if that's the right word magnificent okay. like old man wealthy like style. smells of rich mahogany yes that's thing yes yeah. okay. i was thinking was that funny show with the announcer guy with yeah. the big mustache anchorman that's yeah, what i'm that's quoting what yeah thinking, but he's so much smarter than that right so anyways um Morning routine, that's one of the things I definitely think you should schedule. I think you should recognize your intention for the day. And I think you should write down at least one goal or share one goal. Because then all day long, you're like, who am I? Who am I showing up as? And what am I working towards? So what's your morning routine? Oh, you know what? I wish I had it here because it's a really great one. So I write down things that I'm grateful for. And I do it until I actually feel grateful. Because sometimes (laughs) I'm like, oh, I didn't get a good sleep. uh, You know, so I do it until I actually feel good. And then I write down my intention for the day. And then 
then lately I've been having problem with going really big online, my confidence. Okay. So I've been having this like self-doubt thing coming in and at, at Business Mastery actually, it was crazy. It like hit me right in the face. The one thing holding me back, Lane's really interested in this because he is my online marketing <laughs> master. So the one thing holding me back was, you know, when I sit in a room with a client, I am so passionate and I am so mm-hmm. good at what I do. But when I get on camera, like I have never been able to get online and be like, I am so good at what I do. Give me your trust. Give me your challenges and I will give you solutions. I've never done that. Right. But that's who I am in person. So I've been writing down five things that I'm proud of every morning because I'm trying to really strengthen my confidence. Right. You know? Okay. And then I read some love notes from my husband. That's always nice. Really? Every day? Yeah. Wow. I have a stack of them by my bed. I, I probably have some. I just don't know where they are. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. But the other the other part of my morning routine is I have like a set of statements that I've learned from my mentors over the years. Mm-hmm. And I just review them. Nice. Like one of the things is questions are my superpower. Because when I go into a coaching session, I got to remember that I can't go and they're trying to know all the answers mm-hmm. i have to ask the right questions and have my clients really come up with the right answers because they are the experts and so that's something that i you know and you know the other thing i, I know that's on there for sure is um just stop thinking about things that make you upset yes. because <laughs> ruminating on the things that upset you is so stupid mm-hmm. you know think about a solution or think about something else but don't just sit there and think about yeah. oh i don't like yeah, that. I'm it's big annoying. on that. Like, if, oh man, better use of your time. Come on. Either find a solution, or or if there isn't one, just move on. Yeah. I, I'm really big on that. I don't put any inner energy into things that just annoy me that you can't do anything about. Good for sure. But. And then the dancing. I'm so embarrassed. I didn't know that you were going to ask me this. So. <laughs> you so, asked me this. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't know you, you were going to say, this. "What's your morning routine?" Oh, I did ask you. You're right, but I wasn't expecting the question back. So. Um, I did learn this from Tony Robbins, and this is what everyone thinks of Tony Robbins, but I have to be honest, this is like 1% of what Tony Robbins does, but he's really big on state. Mm-hmm. So like if you can get moving physically, you can get your feeling better mentally and emotionally. And I don't know, I just like to crank up like some hip hop or pop and mm-hmm. just kind of jump around a little bit because it makes me feel really good and really happy and sunshine. I whip yes. the curtains open and I get my face right in the sunshine. And if there is no sunshine, I turn on my happy light. You got a happy light? Yeah, nice. because I need that. Do you know what? We like... That's maybe part of my morning routine, and it hasn't been as consistent lately, but I was waking up, and the way I would wake up my kids is just cranking music. That's awesome. And that was how they would wake up. I'd just go into the den, which is the other. We have three bedrooms and a den and a bathroom on the top floor. And in the den, I have my stereo, and I'd go in there and just crank, usually because my daughter is seven, so it's like Taylor Swift or something, but we just pump it. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, and That's actually, awesome. they wake up. They wake up differently when you do that. Yeah. And you just like go in their room, and they're like laughing or think Aww. it's funny or something. And it's a good way to wake up. My I, I definitely have them. Yours? Sorry, my alarm is a song. Is yours? No, I've like started dancing in my bed before. Actually, no, I do. I have changed it. I honestly, my alarm rarely goes off because my wife's up before me, and so I up before my alarm usually but when it does go off i have it set to a spotify playlist so it just randomly picks a song off the playlist i had a james brown song once and it was like that one that starts with ow i feel good (laughs) scared the heck out of me like do not wake up to that song also aubrey marcus own Mm -hmm. your day own your life i took some stuff out of there i just noticed because now i have access to your social media accounts that you follow aubrey marcus and yeah but i didn't didn't know that he was a thing that was a big deal oh. i know him because we have a mutual friend oh i didn't know that a person that i work with and that i know that i used to be quite good friends well, with like is like him, his best friend can i meet him at the next party can you bring yeah. him to my barbecue <laughs> no she lives in oh. vegas or texas or something well i do his but. lemon 
Himalayan sea salt water okay. in the morning thing. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious because I know, like, I, I watch her Instagram stories and she's just out traveling the world. She's like, this is my bestie, Aubrey Marcus, and they're hanging out all the time just being buds. And then you followed him, like, how do you know this person? And then I realized he has half a million followers and oh, like, yes. lots of people know who he yeah, is. But He's I didn't big know with that. MMA fighters. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I unfollowed him on Instagram, though, I think, because the last oh, picture maybe. I saw was like a very tight leopard look, like, very real looking leopard print speedo. Oh, cute. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is not what I want to wake up to. <laughs> oh, back to the phone. Okay. So did you know, this is a Brendan Burchard quote, okay. that if you don't look at your phone for the first hour of your morning, you're 33% more productive. People who do not look at their phone for the first hour are 33% more productive throughout their day. Okay. So that's part of my big part of my morning routine. Alarm goes off. I shut it off. I do not look at texts, phone calls, emails, anything. Oh, that's the other thing. I have all my notifications shut off. So I never know. Unless I go in and look at the app. Okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do this starting tomorrow. This is okay? five years of dedication, though. Okay, you might I'm have gonna to build do up it, to it for next. I'll do okay. it tomorrow. So I do not look at my phone okay. until I've done my intentions, my gratitude, read through my sayings, done my Aubrey Marcus disgusting but helpful drink, <laughs> and then you know a smoothie and whatever, dance around, yeah. get some sunlight. Then I check my emails. Okay. Because if you set your intention for who you're going to be and then you check your emails, you're a lot nicer in some of your emails. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, and you you're just a lot easier, more able to handle the day i think that makes sense yeah okay so we need to block a certain amount of hours of our day and and fill those in with the most important activities and leave the rest open for now yeah and work towards filling most of your calendar yeah Yeah. and update it at the end of the day for what actually happened so that you can use it as a time diary and analyze it Okay. Yeah, because I had the thing that you were talking about where I got too detailed and then there's just too many too things in my calendar. Yeah, it's too and rigid. because you, you're going to have to miss one or two because something pops up and then it, you just ignore everything in your calendar because yes, there's too many notifications, <laughs> right? <laughs> notifications? So, Shut those notifications or, yeah, sorry, off. not notifications. Just look at but, the calendar. But there's just too many things. So you stop paying attention to it because you're not usually on the task you're supposed to be on. Yes. So now I've left my calendar as just meetings. If I have to be somewhere that's all that's in there that's what most people do and that's usually the only things that get done i use asana as a task organizer or task list and i have it automatically populates because i have it dated for something three weeks from now that'll just automatically pop into the day when it's today oh I and saw i have like you assigned me on that and i, I have like, like oh, no. 30 items to do today of which i probably still have 20 but i know what i need to do today without it being in my calendar and i can i can pretty quickly scroll through and be like these are the highest priority and just select what needs to get done well first, then would so. you just put asana in your calendar sure Okay. I'm, that's my entire work day. <laughs> Go through Asana and then meetings when they're scheduled in. I, I've been doing really good lately with very few meetings, though. So, What's your quick tip today, Kelly Ray? <laughs> okay, quick tips. So fill up your calendar, but start slow. Just fill up, you know, three or four hours and be really intentional about it. Put those really important activities in there, like all the homework that we've been giving you in these podcasts, you know, coaching your staff, creating that budget, creating a better marketing plan and make sure your inbox gets emptied at least once a day. So, yeah, you have to schedule time to empty your inbox. And people ask, do I have to schedule time to fill out my calendar? Yeah, you do. (laughs) The only thing you don't have to put in there is going to the bathroom. Okay, so full calendar, empty inbox and have a morning routine where you set some intentions and really get yourself in a place of feeling 
feeling good, feeling grateful and just ready for the day. That sounds like a good start. People could implement that and they have to try it. How long do they have to try it before they're allowed to give up on a piece of it? Forever. That's not working. No. <laughs> forever. So this system works for everyone. Blanket for everyone, statement. all the time, okay. forever. No, find what works for you. But the more structure you have, the more able you will be to, to find, carve out that time for things you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you don't structure your business, your life, your calendar, you're not going to get it systemized. You're not going to get it as profitable as you want you're not going to get to go do those things that you want to do yeah lane's convinced he's starting tomorrow (laughs) my quick tip is related to of course the marketing side of it because that's what i come here for that's my one area of expertise you got everything else my one thing that i want to give today is to say that you need to form a marketing habit i was trying to find something that relates back to what we're talking about so i went back through a bunch of my videos and i'm like yes i did one about this this would be good look at all your preparation for today I know. we've nice. reversed it roles. wasn't even in my calendar I'm the cool one now <laughs> i'm the laid back cool one that doesn't prepare so you need to form a marketing habit in the same way that you've been saying lots of things you need to get it in your calendar it needs to be something that just happens if you just leave it to when you feel like it or when you get around to it it's not going to happen so you need to form a marketing habit for ourselves we put about six hours a week into our marketing for our own business and that usually is made into a couple of two hour segments and one one hour or a couple one hour segments because on sunday i go out i shoot a uh, video called the Monday Marketing Minute that I put out every Monday, but I shoot it Sunday and edit it Sunday and usually schedule it to be published Monday morning at 8.30 while I'm dropping off the kids. So that's two hours that's in, well, that's actually not in my calendar anymore, oh, but it's definitely in my me. mental calendar. calendar. Like it has to happen every Sunday. Oh, okay, I'll put it in my actual calendar. <laughs> the podcast is splitting up. <laughs> divorce okay (laughs) and then and then monday uh i'm doing another post because i can't schedule the linkedin so i have to go on and actually post it on linkedin and then i take my uh transcript from that video and i start working on a turning it into a blog so whatever the topic of my video was i turn into a blog so i have two hours for marketing ourselves on monday and then on thursday usually we're sharing that blog or we're we often Lindsay will make a new cover image for our facebook page as just like a design exercise for fun or something like that so we do about an hour on thursday of sharing some things uh, and then friday is the day that we usually try and find some sort of photo like a behind the scenes or a project we're working on or some kind of photo and we share that So basically we put six hours a week into our own marketing and we know what we're doing each day that we need to do something and it just becomes a routine. (laughs) Go on the calendar. But that's just how we do it. And obviously everything I'm mentioning is very social media heavy um, other than the blog. But whatever your marketing activities are, do it regularly, do it consistently. Then it becomes a habit. Uh, Then you can, of course, tweak the habit when you find new things you want to do or drop things that aren't working. But it just needs to be a habit of putting in time to do it. And I think a big way that makes that more achievable to get big impact by a small amount of time investment is to batch content or whatever you're creating wherever you can. And repurpose. Repurpose. Like I said, I take the transcript of my video and flesh it out and make it better and then make it a blog so yeah repurposing content but especially batching and i'm saying that while i say i go shoot a video every sunday so batching would be if i went and shot 10 
Monday marketing minutes on Sunday, which I don't do. You do that? Um, no, I don't do. I feel so But tricked. batching would be doing that. That makes sense. Like for a lot of businesses where we could just go film a whole bunch all at once. We and do it a lot outfit? for our clients. Well, maybe you want to switch, throw Sorry, a different I'm blazer just being on. Sorry, i now. I think we really switched roles here. <laughs> but we do this for um, like for the restaurant we market. We go there and shoot like three months worth of photos in one afternoon. I'm not going to go shoot every week. That makes um, sense. So batch things where you can follow sort of a template or a checklist of all your recurring tasks like in the way that we do the same thing every Sunday the same thing every like Monday every Thursday every Friday <laughs> just follow that rather than every week being like hey what are we gonna do yeah. um sort of have a template for it schedule ahead wherever you can you could probably do all your social media marketing especially on one day of the week because you just schedule it on Monday hey, Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I Friday I know everyone in the world is listening to this so we should probably let LinkedIn know hey LinkedIn get a scheduler function <laughs> that'd be really yeah. convenient for us otherwise you have to use some third-party app but they don't do it natively neither does Instagram though and those are your two favorites LinkedIn and Instagram for mm. you but. come on guys and then assign time for engagement if you're talking social media that needs to be something that happens every day I don't schedule do it for myself i know i have my newest employee that's her job as she knows every day she has 15 minutes for this client for this client for this client just going on instagram and just engaging with other accounts engaging with the comments you have that's thing you need to make time for and then assign time to overview everything that you're working on everything you've done and looking at the data making plans for what you want to change assigning time to do that if you do all these things you can really make marketing a habit that doesn't feel like hard work or awful or something you never have time for it's just you know what needs to happen every week every month what the monthly and weekly tasks are daily tasks and it just becomes a habit that's easy to stay on top of and i might add marketing is just authentically sharing who you are right so you want it to feel good yeah it should feel good yeah it should feel good you should feel should excited feel to share yeah. things yeah unless whether you're it's... wearing the same outfit for 10 hours <laughs> this weird batching thing you're talking about sorry elaine okay i'm being bratty today is there you anything are. else you want to say Nope. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I hope that you um, check out TMH Business on Instagram and TMH Business Coaching and Consulting on LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah, and I can be found on Instagram, Lane B. Anderson. My uh, company page, London Road Media, is on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And you can follow me personally on LinkedIn, Lane Anderson, and Twitter. I'm not as active on Twitter as I used to be, but Lane underscore Anderson on Twitter. That's my marketing Twitter. Oh, I forgot Kelly Ray Tamaki on LinkedIn. What's the B? My middle name. B. Anderson. Brian? No, you'll never Bernard? guess. In a million years, you'll never guess. B- Barry? What? What? How do you guess that? It That's was? true, yeah. <laughs> Yay, me. Oh, I get a prize. Best day ever. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back. We're going to try and, and get into our weekly routine now. Oh, no. This it's w- in the calendar, oh, it's folks. Happening. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, we did a few warm-ups, but now we're ready to roll. It's this in the is calendar, weekly. It's happening. So we'll be back next week. I will have tried not looking at my phone for the first hour of my day. Yes. And we'll talk about that. And I'll do and something And all of you should try said. that, too. Okay. okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.